Well, growing in holiness, well, that's a goal for all of us. But overcoming challenges and avoiding pitfalls, not to mention the busyness of daily life, that can make the path well, just a little difficult to follow. But we are not alone, ladies. We look to the saints as guide. And today, well, we have real modern mentors that have been through it and offer us all help and some hope. In her new book, Women Made New, Kristalina Everett features the captivating stories of 12 women who overcame their personal trials and are now champions for the kingdom of God. Well, I want to know more about these amazing women, and I want to talk more to Kristalina Everett. Good morning, Kristalina. Thanks so much for joining the show today. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. I'm excited. I got to say, Kristalina, you know, when I am feeling like, how am I ever going to be able to overcome what is happening in my life when you feel isolated and alone? From my own experience, I know that knowing that other people have been through what I have been through and have come through it stronger than ever, it gives you hope. It really makes you feel like I'm not alone in this. Tell our listeners about how you found these 12 women and how you got this book put together for us. But first, I want to just just assure all of your listeners out there that they are not alone in their walk. And it doesn't matter where they've come from, what wounds or maybe sins they're holding on to, that there's so many women experiencing uh, the same trials. And so don't believe that demonic dialogue that the devil gives us on that daily basis of just beating us down in our spirituality, where we're at in our lives, and that we can't overcome maybe this mountain that's in front of us, because he wants to keep us so locked away. And I was really experiencing that, and that's one of the reasons this book came uh, to be. And I realized there's so many women out there who were hurting just like me, and I wanted to help them. But let's go back to the very beginning of when I was actually eight months pregnant, I believe, with our ninth at that point. And we just moved to Arizona, and I reached down to get a juice box, and when I went back up, I was really lucid and because I was ready to have a baby. And a lot of women understand when I say that. And when I came back up, my bones kind of open and my back. And when they went back, they went back the wrong place. So oh. I was like literally dislocated and I fell to the ground. And I, I was in so much pain. Jason took me to the hospital. They didn't know what was going on. I couldn't do anything because I was so far along in my pregnancy. So I just had to stay like that. And I mean, there's times when you're crying to God and there's times when you're crying out to God. And this was a time in my life where I was like crying out to God. I couldn't even go walk or even crawl to the restroom by myself without Jason's help. I was pretty much bedridden for the rest of my pregnancy. And it's like I, I had to embrace my relationship with Jesus. And instead of getting angry, because that was a temptation, because everything was so out of my control. And that's the worst. And especially when you're pregnant, right? You already feel out of control. And, this, and just moving here. And in that time, I really dived into my prayer life. And I had this dream. And now just bear with me. I had this dream. And all of a sudden, I had all of these women who had their backs to me, different ethnicities, shapes, sizes, just rows and rows of women were in front of me. And all of a sudden, I saw this black shadow swooping in and out of these rows of women. And as it would pass by these women, they were throwing something behind them over their head. And all of these things were flying over. And I said, Jesus, what are those? And I turned around to see what all these things were that were being thrown. And as I turned around, there was this desolate desert, and these these like magnificent gems were falling from the sky onto this sand, 
and and it sounded like thump, like on wet sand, right? And the sand would come up, swallow these gems like it was never there. And I said, Lord Jesus, what are these? And he goes, those, I felt like I heard a voice, those are the gifts and talents and virtues that I have given women in their vocation, and they are giving way to the world, and they're throwing them away. And he said, go get the gem, find the gems and give them back to women. And then I woke up and I'm like, I woke up and I said, what gems? What, what is how? Where are these gems? You know, I was so unsatisfied, Like, where are these at? And it was just like, I told Jason, my husband, and he goes, okay, well, we'll, we'll pray about that. But here I'm emotional and I'm, I'm pregnant. I'm going through a lot. So I put it in my heart and I took it to prayer and a lot of things happened with my Women Made New ministry, with my relationship with EWTN and my television series, just so many things I wanted to do to help women because there's this generation of women that was left behind from these women that left in the 60s, but they left their family behind, and I was one of those casualties. And mm. my mom, God bless her, she she raised us as a single mother, but she had to leave the home, but I felt very inadequate, especially when I got married, running my own household, trying to be a good Catholic wife and mother. I felt pretty handicapped. But with that being said, I just knew there was a lot of women going into marriage and in their lives right now, holding on to a lot of wounds, brokenness, past sins that they just don't want to face that is really affecting who it is they are and that God is calling them to be. And that's pretty much the main question in this book I want women to ask themselves as they go through it, is what is it that is keeping you from becoming the woman that God is calling you to be? Because there's something and whatever that one thing is, that's what we need to focus on, because that's where all those vices are stemming from, right? And it's hard to take a look at those things, but at the same time, God will give you the grace. And when I was interviewing the different women and asking the different contributors, and Catherine Hadra was one of them, and she back then was part of the EWTN family, and she still is today. I, she said, Kristalina, what do you want me to write about? I said, go to adoration, Catherine, and Jesus will give you that gem he mm. wants you to give to the women. And when I said that, I remembered my dream because it had been years later. And when I got off the phone with her, I said, oh my gosh, I'm collecting the gems. These, I feel like all these different stories in this book are compiled of these different gems. And we're talking about women that are true overcomers, that they're dealing with body image, people pleasing, divorce, sexual abuse, spiritual warfare, uh, if you've had miscarriages, I mean, you name it. These women have really gone through it, and they were so raw. And that's what's so beautiful about this, is that they really put their experience where they were at and how they overcame it. And all of these women are powerhouse women that have their own ministries that can help you heal and become your that powerhouse that God is calling you to be as well. Well, those gems can be found in Kristalina's new book, Women Made New, Reflections on Adversity, Transformation, and Healing. It is out by EWTN Press, also through Sophia Institute Press. Well, Kristalina, there are 12 women in your book. Is that a number that just those are the number of women you could connect to? Or is that a very specific number just kind of reflecting back on well, the 12 apostles that followed Jesus and maybe... 12 women who we have to look to in the church today. You know, it's interesting. It came to the 12, and there's actually a priest, Father Joseph Mary Wolf, who is the chaplain of UWTN. There's one man in there, but he's a priest. 
And his chapter is magnificent, and it's it's called Beauty Tips, you know, if you can believe it. <laughs> and it's fantastic, but spiritual beauty, right? And he really dives into that. But I actually just went to adoration. I I try to be as Eucharistic as possible and involve Jesus in, in a lot of the decision-making and everything that I do. And I just prayed. I said, okay, Lord, if you really want me to write this book, I need you to guide me and show me who it is you want to be a part of it. And slowly, just different in prayer, different names have come up. And then the very last one was Mother Angelica. And that's where I, I literally dropped my pencil in adoration. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So uh. I've been shooting for the stars and the moon. This is like the universe. So I was a little intimidated. But at the same time, when God asks you to do something, God is asking you to do something. And so many times in my life, I think I put God off and said, later, later. And I realized that holds weight. Like there's seriousness. And if God of the universe King of Kings is talking to me, and we all hear that small, still voice. You know right from wrong. You know if you should be doing something or not be doing something or dating someone or not be dating something, and it can go on and on, but we all know. And deep down, I felt like, oh my gosh, I just need to keep moving forward. Okay, and I put Mother Angelica, and by the grace of God, all the doors were open, and I was able to compile two chapters from uh, her archives, um, old, old videos. I listened to about 300 hours of her videos, and I was able to compile two chapters from her that have never been in writing before and a beautiful prayer in the beginning that I found that they have not actually put in print yet. And it really is about, um, don't be disappointed. Like God is really going to take care of you with his providence and to hold your head up high, basically because God has got you and God does. He's got all of us, no matter who you are, where you've been, what you've done. He has got all of us. Oh, he does. And with the help of uh, the saints, with our inspiration and all these close female friendships that we have, boy, we lift each other up in times of need, especially Crystalina Everett joining us today to talk about her new book, Women Made New. Crystalina, I've loved our conversation so much. I really want to dive into this book and kind of peer into some of these chapters more, but I am coming up against my break. Can you stay with me through the break so we can continue our conversation? in the next half hour. Oh, I, I look forward to it. Absolutely. I am continuing now with Kristalina Everett. Her new book is Women Made New, Reflections on Adversity, Transformation, and Healing. Kristalina is joined us today. We've been talking about this incredible book and how it came together. Now we're going to take a look at some of those chapters and what we're going to learn. Kristalina, thank you so much for staying with me today. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Well, first, let's talk a little bit about Mother Angelica. We were joking as I was preparing for an interview. I thought, well, now that must have been quite an interview to tackle. Of course, Mother Angelica, God rest her soul, died in 2016. But this year, in fact, in April, would be her 100th birthday. I mean, wow. tell yeah, so I'm excited. Oh, I didn't realize that. That's phenomenal. You know what? If you Let's just take a look at Mother Angelica alone, right? I love her. She's such a huge role model in my life. And I'm her whole essence is truly intertwined in this entire book. And before each chapter is a quote from Mother Angelica that kind of fits the chapter and what is happening. And she's just such a powerhouse that it just is such a sign and shows us that if you just say yes to whatever Jesus is asking, no matter what, you truly can set the world on fire. And I feel like Mother Angelica is still doing that from heaven and the gospel is being proclaimed, and Jesus and the Catholic Church all over the world, just because this little nun was obedient. 
no matter what, she was obedient to what God was asking. And if we can learn to do that in our own lives, I know God is calling all of you, every single one of you listening right now, God is calling you. It's not too late. You can start over, and God wants to do great things, but it's time, ladies, to show up to our own fight. And really, that's what this book is all about, and helping you to face those hard things, helping you to face it, own it, heal it, so you can truly become the woman God is calling you to be, because we live in such a hurting world right now that it's all hands on deck, and that you're not exempt from this call that God is asking you to step into. Well, this is a book for every woman to break open. Kristalina Everett joining us today to talk about women made new. All right. Well, let's break open these chapters. As you said, each one begins with a quote or a prayer from Mother Angelica. And then just share with us a little bit more about how each one of these chapters breaks open a theme and how each one of these women kind of share their story on those topics. So if you have in your in your past struggled with, like, for example, Mother Angelica, one of her chapters is about like personal prisons and regret and remorse and sorrow and the difference between that. And she says in one of her chapters that there are grown men in prison who are more free than a lot of people walking on earth right now on the street because they are locked away in their own prisons that they've given themselves and their sins and their wounds. And then it also goes on to just surrendering. And that's a chapter from Teresa Tomio, just surrendering to what God is asking you to do, whatever challenge there is also changes in your life. Women are constantly having these ebbs and flows and seasons in their lives and just different tools, how to manage those. Cause maybe some of you just got married or some of you are engaged or graduating or Maybe you are in your older age and you feel like God is done with you. And what do you do with the rest of your life? But God is not done with you yet. And this book really is for, I'd say, 18 and up. If you're graduating from high school on up, it is an excellent book for you. And it's a book that I think you'll use throughout the years and the different seasons of life. And it's also an excellent book to take into adoration and really break through and just go through the different chapters and see what God puts on your heart. Because some women have a hard time going to adoration, but... I'm telling you, ladies, if you can do anything, get close to Jesus. Go to him in the Eucharist and sit with him in adoration. See what it is he's asking of you. And even if maybe you struggle with an abortion or sexual abuse, these are things that are covered within this book and how to heal. And that's one thing with all of these contributors. They all have their own apostolate. They all have their own ministry that I'm handing women almost an arsenal, I feel like, in this book of a weapon that... Look, if you've struggled with A, B, and C, this woman has two, and she has the ministry and the tools to help you heal and overcome that. So it doesn't matter what walk of life you're coming from, but that you can become and shed all of that and become the woman God is calling you to be. Kristalina, it feels like society, especially when it focuses on women, we hear every side of an issue that tells us, well, you should be this way. But if we're this way, well, then we long to be, you know, this way. Stay at home moms wish to be working. They have a degree and they're not using it. Or, and then there's working moms who feel like they've got to set everything aside to reach the top. But all they really want to do is be the one that's home caring for their children. As you said, Kristalina, these seasons of life and, and the hats that we have to wear appropriate to the person, it just feels like in our own mind about trying to be everything to everybody. 
do we spend, or why I should say, do we spend so much time focusing on what other people's ideals or goals for us are rather than, you know, with the help of these women, look to God to try to ask ourselves first, how do you see me? Why do we struggle with that so much? You know, I I experienced that myself. I know exactly what you're talking about. A lot of women are experiencing that now. And I think because God is asking us that we, we live in the world, we're not of the world. And the problem is a lot of the times I was trying to solve the problems I was having in my life in a worldly way. But I am, I'm a woman of God and we need to handle our problems and face our problems and our fears and our brokenness with God and on our knees, not in a worldly sense. And I think that's where there's kind of a fracture of, I am a woman of God. I'm not a woman of the world. So I go to God with my problems. I don't look on the internet or read magazines or find the latest and greatest cure in this and that first. I go and I talk to God and see what he's asking me to do about that specific thing. Then everything derives from there. Then it can be kind of right order. And you're not always going to get the answer you want. You're not always going to get the solution that you want. But at the same time, you know you're in the will of God. And that's powerful because no matter who comes after you, no matter who makes fun of you, no matter who talks about you or ridicules you or puts you down or the devil fills you with fear, none of that matters because if God is asking you to do something, he is going to give you the strength, the courage, and all the tools necessary to go through it. But you've got to show up to your fight. And that is a huge thing. And one of the Mm. quotes from Mother Angelica, and I thought it was so perfect, especially for this book. It was just like the cherry on top, right? And she says, the spirit gave us his gift so we would be clothed with the jewels of virtue, the gold of love, the emeralds of hope, and the brilliant diamonds of faith. Let us not be content with the scotch tape and the aluminum foil of this world. And all too often, women take the counterfeits of the world. And we have to learn to decipher what it is God is asking and where we're falling into the trap of worldliness. Oh, absolutely. Perfect. Go to the Lord. You know, as every mother would attest, especially when they see their teenage or young adult daughters struggling with themselves, you just want to say, if you could see yourself the way I do, boy, Mm -hmm. you would just be filled with the Spirit. And us older women, well, we need to remind ourselves of that, that boy, if we could feel that way about one of our children, how much more? God must feel about us and just yearning and calling us back to him. So those are some of the stories that you will read about in Kristalina's new book. It is out by EWTN Press and also Sophia Institute Press. Well, Kristalina, I really have enjoyed our time together today. For our listeners, can you tell them where they might be able to go to just kind of peer in a little bit more about this book and maybe purchase a copy for themselves? Absolutely. WomenMadeNew.org, and they can download the first chapter. And also there are links there, too. They can get it at EWTNRC.com. But there's links all over the page. And also just different tiny little, like, windows into each of one of the contributors on what they'll be talking about. Oh, perfect. Well, I really appreciate your time today. It's so grateful that you have taken the time. A mother of nine, such a busy life. And well, we appreciate your time and also your time in putting this book together. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. God bless you all. God bless you too. And again, that is Kristalina Everett. The name of the book, one more time, is 
Women Made New, Reflections on Adversity, Transformation, and Healing. I will be sure to add a link to where you can get right to that webpage that Crystalina was just talking about. You're going to find that link on the podcast of this interview, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app.